listening to a brand new episode of the Lunchbox Chats. We're your hosts. I'm Laura. And I'm Esty. And I'm back. Oh my god, I missed you so much. I can't believe I'm back after three long weeks of hiatus. Yeah, can you like never do that again? I missed you so much, but I just wanted to take this moment to say hello to all our chatters and to thank you and our super guest co-hosts, Gabby and Ange, for stepping in for me and for really being so fucking kick-ass. Like, they're so good. I got a little nervous there where I'm like, oh my God, they're going to take my job away from me because <laughs> they were so, so good. They did. They did an awesome job, but... um. We definitely missed you. Everyone missed you. Um, there were some... Oh, sorry, guys. New is in the background. Um, there were some rumors flying around that everyone thought we broke up. We did not break up. <laughs> we didn't break up. SC has... Oh, you know what? You haven't tried to break up. Actually, yeah, you tried to break up with me last night. I did. I did. I mean, but she didn't break up with me. I didn't break up with her. I was just really, really sick, you guys, like, to the point where... I couldn't even like speak. So I was just taking a little time to rest and take it slow. And, but I was listening every week and I miss you guys. And it feels so freaking good to be back. I'm so excited. I'm ready for this episode. And I really missed you. I I missed you too. And I, I just need to put this out there. If I had to do one more episode um, but putting (laughs) all the responsibilities on my back, I probably would have had to been checked into a hospital for severe back problems because I just can't any I just can't I can't it's a lot of work and um it just makes me appreciate this balance that we have and I know it's being super dramatic but like there's so much that goes into an episode that like we're just kind of naturals at it not to toot our own horn so when you're one uh, yeah so when one of us is missing it's a lot for the other person yeah it's definitely a lot like I I mean even just like being on like the other end of it like editing and like all this stuff I'm like it's so weird to just be here and like not on it because really like so much goes into it but I feel like at this point like me and you have like such a flow that it's like natural yeah yeah I agree but but you did an amazing 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 job and I was so proud of listening I was like oh this is our podcast it's like so cool to kind of be a listener and like not be in it it was like a completely different experience and I'm like wow this is like a pretty cool fucking podcast yeah we're pretty we're pretty awesome I must say but it's so good to have you back I'm so glad to you know be partners again and um squash the rumors because no guys we did not break up we did not break up don't don't you worry no Um, we're all we're all healthy and fine and back to um the groove of this and let me tell you there's a lot going on in celebrity world they didn't stop for you laura they did not they did not stop especially my girl j-lo she is just getting back on that bandwagon called ben affleck yeah, you called that shit. I, I have to give it to you. You called it. So for those of you who know that I, you know, I love astrology. JLo is like me of Leo Scorpio Moon. And the the third person in our little threesome is Ben Affleck. He's also a Leo Scorpio Moon. So when JLo and A-Rod broke up, I said, I immediately told Essie, I'm like, her and Ben are going to get back together. Like, I feel it. I feel like they're in 
a, just a completely different phase of life. He's done such great work on himself. She's, you know, she's motherfucking JLo. Like, who wouldn't want to be with JLo? But I don't know. I just feel like now is the right time. Like, timing is everything. This is the moment. What do you feel? Um, you know, I was a little disappointed because I called it that would be Diddy. And you were right. I was wrong. But I don't know. I just hope this is it for her because something's got to give because this poor girl can't get it together. Yeah. I mean... I don't know. Maybe they will get back together. Maybe they won't. I definitely think, like, they're a good support system for each other. Um, I forgot. I know we reported it here, but is he still dating his girlfriend or did they break up? No, they broke up. They broke up. So he's single. She's single. It's 2021, post-pandemic world. I mean, we're going to – I feel like we might have a revival of this relationship. And I am here for it. Did she tell you about it? Like, did she spill the tea to you or not? Yeah, she texted me and she's like, I'm back with Ben, baby. And I'm like, yes, girl. Like, I knew it. <laughs> I can't. I knew it. But uh, no, let's talk about that. So ever since the whole, like, breakup with A-Rod, like, J-Lo has just been MIA from my text messages. Like, she hasn't sent out, like, any messages. Like, where are you, J-Lo? Like, is my promotional text messaging, like, ended? Like, I don't understand. Maybe she was just couldn't keep up with it. I mean, with all due respect, like, that's a lot of people she's got to keep up with, and that's a lot. Yeah, I guess. But I'm waiting to hear back from her. She's probably just in this like love cocoon, like healing from a rod. But I, I, I'm waiting for her. I just I just can't believe that that's what broke them. I mean, I mean, it's it's just so fucking wild. But at the same time, like looking back on it, I was actually I know this is like a weird thing. And I wonder if people like think about things this I was in the shower this morning and like her kids like popped up in my head and like a rod's kids and I'm like, what happens there? Like they made this like whole entire like family unit and the kids were like super close. Like what's gonna happen there? Like do the kids lose the relationships now? Like that's so sad. Oh, is this what you think about in the shower? Yeah. Like, I, I don't know why. Like, random things pop into my head. And I thought about the whole family unit. And I'm like, what happens to these poor kids now? Yeah. I mean, I don't... Well, because, yeah, they were together for a hot minute. So, I, I don't know. Does that make them stepbrothers and sisters which is without the paperwork? I mean, I think so. They were... And they were super close. Like, they used to do everything together. And yeah. I think they were all, like, around kind of, like, the same age bracket. Um, so, I don't know. But at the same time, I feel like JLo's really good like that, where she's still obviously friends with her exes. So, I think she'll be, like, good at co-step parenting, like, in a weird way. You know, it's almost like she'll put her shit to the side, like, for the kids. You think so? I think so. Well, I hope so. I guess time will tell. Yeah. In other news, this, uh, like, when I heard this, like, literally my mouth dropped to the floor because you just don't hear about shit like this. So after, I think, 26 or 27 years of marriage, Bill and Melinda Gates are getting a divorce. Listen, if Bill and Melinda can't do it, I don't know if anyone can really, you know, do it. it that's crazy. When I heard that, too, I was like, what is happening? Like, I, I, that's... I, I, there's, I have no words. I really don't. Yeah. Like what goes on? So they, they put out a statement together or somebody put out a statement, their press agent or whatnot. And um, 
basically they're going to continue their philanthropic work together, but they said as a married couple, they cannot grow together anymore. And I was just like, holy fuck, like that's a statement. That's deep. Like they can't grow together as a married couple anymore. Like, whoa. Like, and I just want to know, like, what did that conversation look like? Like, were they at their computers, like having a conversation about divorce? Did they email each other on Outlook? Like, did he put together a PowerPoint presentation on like how they can't be together anymore? Like, did Microsoft like have anything to do with how they got divorced? Like, what what was that conversation like? That's what I want to know. Yeah, same girl, same. I was just thinking, like, is that the kind of statement we would have to release if our breakup rumor was true? I think so. Like, I feel like we'd have to, like, hire, like, a press agent. Yeah, that's a really good statement. I wouldn't even come up with some shit like that. But you know what? I just think that maybe that's what they need. I mean, sometimes maybe they'll do do better growing separately. Yeah. And and again, like, they're going to be mutual about it, like, very, like, amicable where they're still going to be together doing their charity work. But, I mean that's just wild like but at the same time I kind of can see it like I don't see them having a lot of chemistry together you know really I mean intellectual chemistry yes but I think and I mean this is just me like being around like a lot of women I work around a lot of women I know a lot of women like I see as women get older I feel like they need somebody who, like, is more than, you know, just, like, a business partner. You know, they want that, like, companion. They want that person they do have chemistry with. It's not just, like, this whole, like, business venture, which I see, like, Bill and Melinda, like, having. Like, I feel like she wants more from it. Like, do you think she initiated the divorce or was it, like, him? I just don't think they have sex. Oh, they, I don't think they have sex either. Yeah. Although and they like, have three children. Well, I think after the third, it was just a donzo. And like, you could just tell, like, I saw like pictures. Not that you could just tell. Maybe I'm just being psycho. But I just saw pictures of like the divorce, like them lately in their last photo together. They, they're barely like holding each other. It's, you know, listen, when the love tank fall- is like empty, you can't force that shit. Yeah, you cannot force a shit. Who do you think is going to get into a relationship first, if anyone? Him, because he's going to get some hoe half his age who's just going to, he's going to be gallivanting on yachts, living his best life. Oh, 100%. So you think he's going to pull like a Jeff Bezos type thing? 100%. 100%. And and prove me wrong. And I hope she finds someone half her age who is just going to give her the time of her life. Because she deserves it. I'm wondering, though, if she signed a fucking prenup, though. Mm, I don't think so because I don't think like he was anything That's at the beginning. What I'm saying. So she's gonna be like the second rich, richest like divorced woman in America. Damn. Like you go, girls. Like you go without your fucking prenups. Like you fucking go. Like yes, <laughs> queens. Yes. I and, hope, you know. And can I just tell you, I cannot, I cannot stand those people who like came at Jeff Bezos's wife and was like, well, here's this woman. And all she did was be a housewife and bear his children. And now she gets to take like half of his fortune. Like, 
Uh, yeah, fuck you, off. Yeah, go fuck off because yes, this woman actually supported his entire lifestyle, like bore his children, probably created Amazon her fucking self. And like, <laughs> yes, she deserves more than fucking half of his fortune. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, so that's definitely gonna be interesting. But anyway, in other news, have you seen photos of Zach Efron all over the internet? Yeah, I don't really understand what is happening here. I mean, it looks like he got a little touch-up. It could be just, like, a really good filter. I don't know. I don't know why, like, this is becoming such a thing. Yeah, so sometime last week, there were photos of Zac Efron anywhere. I don't know if he did a special. I don't know what happened. I don't know the details. Sorry, but go Google Zac Efron plastic surgery rumors. Um, So it looks like um, he had – he looked a little puffy – it looks like he his jawline was a little more chiseled and wider. Like his lips look a little puff- puffier too. It basically looked like he had like an allergy attack in all the right places. I love me a chiseled chin on a man. I love it. It's very sexy to me. Oh, with that, like, do you like that little like thing? What is I it love called? It. I, I love it. But I love a chiseled um, neck and I love a, a good V. Oh, yeah. But what is that thing called in the chin? I'm not sure, but I love it. Yeah, I love it too. I'm a, I'm really loving his looks. I do think he looked a little puffy. Um, so they're saying he hasn't had plastic surgery, which could be true, but they're not saying that he didn't have uh, fillers, injectable fillers. And those are two very different things. Yeah. So, he, yeah. Sorry. And I feel like if he did have it, like, why couldn't you wait for it to settle down to give it a more natural look? Like, unless he was, like, wanting this kind of publicity or advertisement or whatever the fuck you call it. Like, I don't know. I just feel like it's not his M.O. So, like, what's... I feel like something's brewing. Is he coming out with a movie or something? Like, I don't know. It's just not him to, like, be in the news for this kind of shit. Yeah. Is this a Chris Jenner, like, PR stunt? Right. Like, something's got to give. Yeah, I mean, usually celebrities, like, they really do it up with the fillers right before, like, a big event or an interview or something like that to the point where they look so puffy. I know it's happened to J-Lo a lot of times, even though my girl says she's oh natural. Like, no, girl. Like, no, you're not. Right. Like, your face has puffed up. And I think, honestly, I think that's what happened, like, to him. And kudos to him. There are lots of men in Hollywood, lots of men in general, who get injectable fillers. I mean, as long as it's done right, like, go for it. And I think he's he's just so sexy. Like, I love him so much. Yeah, no, he's very, very good looking. Yeah, love him. Um, anywho, um, oh, I wanted to give everyone a little update on my um, little mini getaway. Um, yes. So for those of you who've never been, I highly recommend. I think it was um, definitely something to accomplish on anyone's bucket list. And, um, yeah, that's all I really have to say about it. (laughs) (laughs) That's very short and, I guess, (laughs) semi-sweet. Um, no, it's just, you know what it is? I think what it is is that, like, you know me, I'm not into scary shit. And I felt like everything about that place freaked me the fuck out because, like, I just felt, like, I felt, I felt a vibe. You know, when you just feel something, especially you, you, like, you catch on to those things real quick. Like, I just felt it instantly, and it just freaked me the fuck out. Yeah, I 
we were having a conversation last night and I told Esty like Salem is completely different from New Orleans. I've never been to New Orleans, but it's kind of like you can feel the vibe of a city. I feel like New Orleans, yes, it has like all that voodoo, like like witchcrafty stuff, but Salem, it's almost like you feel this darkness over it. It's like this I can't eat. it's like a heaviness like where it's like oh my god like what is going on here and I feel like it's all like the spirits that were like burned at the stakes over there yeah something something was transpiring there for sure yeah I love Salem I'm not into scary shit either um but my inner witch feels so freaking good in Salem like oh I love it I can't wait to go back I don't know that I would go back during Halloween because I feel like that would be a little extra for me but well, would you would you thing, go back yeah no I would totally go back the thing is is what I learned is that you near damn near impossible to even go yeah it gets like super packed yeah and like it's just it's an interesting crowd there's a lot of there's a lot of um there's a lot of things that go on over there that I'm just going to leave it at that. And I just saw a lot of things that I don't, I mean, I thought I would only see in movies, you know? Yeah. Did you take home any like magic potions? No, I didn't take home any magic, magic potions, but I did take your advice and I purchased sage. So I purchased sage there. Um, I, Oh, I will. I don't know who I've tar- turned into. While I was there. So we went to this one store. Oh, remember that store? I was like sending you pictures. I'm like, this is so you. Yeah. Okay. So we went to this one store that was very like, I don't know, greeny, like organic and like just not my vibe. So it was more like Ange and Laura's vibe and whatever. Ange was like, let's go. Like, and of course, like, you know, why not? So I went and I, I just felt like a sense of release. Like, I'm like, okay, this is what I've been missing all weekend, you know? So we went in there and to my surprise, like I thoroughly enjoyed it. So I'm shopping around and I'm, you know, smelling things. And I purchased like this beautiful candle. It's, Mm. I I mean, don't come at me, but it's called Kush. Um, it's not what you think. Um, but it just smells divine and I can't wait to utilize it. But what are like the top notes of it? Oh, I don't know, girl. I I don't know. Like, is it, is it like musky? No, it's like more like mahogany teakwood, but with like a sweeter scent. Oh, yeah. And I apologize if you girls, uh, if you girls, if everyone here's new in the background, she's just like wants to be a part of the episode. Hi, new. So, so then I'm looking around and I'm like, what are these things? So there's these four little um, tablets, if you will. And what you do is that you put them in the shower to like essentially you know how i think it was you or my sister who were telling me about how you put um eucalyptus upside down in a shower yes me okay so apparently there's these so what i purchased were eucalyptus tablets that you put mm-hmm. in like the center or uh, on the corner of your shower or, or, or tub like you know whatever where you put your soaps and stuff and you just put a little bit of water on it and it just la- like lasts like the scent in your tub so i purchased them because i'm like oh like Again, I can't remember if it was you or my sister. I'm like, oh, they're always talking about like eucalyptus or whatever. So they had different like flavor, or I'm sorry, scents. And I purchased a eucalyptus. Can I just tell you how obsessed I am with it? Really? I know. And now I get what like you made such a big deal about. Not in a negative <laughs> way, but I'm just like, I get it. Like, I get why it's, it's so relaxing. It's so refreshing. The scent is divine. Like, I highly recommend it. I don't know what the fuck they're called, but like you guys should uh, Amazon it, Google it, whatever. It is a, what a game changer it is for me in my showers. Like, wow. It's so good. Eucalyptus is actually really good for your respiratory 
tracts because it's okay. supposed to like really open you up. So that's why it's good in the shower because the steam plus the eucalyptus, it's like really, really good also for like your sinuses to like just really open you up. I would, I'm never going to make fun of you and your um, weird tantics ever again because I, I really have to like learn. You would think after watching the Britney Spears document, I've learned my lesson to not make fun of shit. And I'm not going to ever again, like for real, I've never, I've never loved something more. Yeah, no, there's a method to the madness. And I'm so happy you found it. You have to share it on Instagram with our chatter so they can get on it too. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And that, you know, other than that, it was, um, it was definitely a, a treat. I highly recommend it. I think everyone should go. And if you're into that shit, I don't know. I don't know what everyone's into. So. Yeah, it's definitely a vibe for sure. Yes, that's perfect way of putting it. Yes, for sure. So for this week's meet, me and Essie wanted to bring a topic to the table that we both think should be more normalized. Eh, do you want to <laughs> introduce it? I knew you were going to do that. Yeah. So I was drinking water. Um, yeah, you know, I think bowel movements need to be a conversation that everyone has. I know um, a lot of people are uncomfortable about it, but we're about to normalize it. So for those of you who are want to listen to this stick around and for those of you who don't like talking about your bowel movements um wrap it up but for real like I think (laughs) it's so important um and I think like as me and Laura's journey on this podcast has uh progressed I'm just I'm the type of person like I don't give a shit like I'm super open about it I don't understand like why there's I know this is gonna be a harsh word but like stigma about it like what maybe because it's not ladylike or because it's a frowned upon or whatever the terminology is I don't understand. It's a natural part of humans. And I don't know why we don't talk about it more. Yes. I mean, so for a girl who has had issues with her (laughs) bowel movements, I can see why there is like a stigma to all of this. Oh, Nutella. Is that Nutella? Yeah. So sorry, guys. Um, Yeah, because it, it can be kind of embarrassing. And I think like growing up, um, at least like me and I don't know like where I got it from it was almost like it's not ladylike to like speak about your poo you know and only after like really hanging out with Esty like <laughs> I've really become comfortable with like talking about it well I mean that's one good thing that came out of this uh relationship I guess doesn't it mean I feel safe with you I think it's just yeah well yeah I'll take it as that but I just I don't I mean I'm not gonna say that I don't I don't get it I I you know to each its own but I don't, I guess, I guess because of whatever that is behind closed doors, like we don't talk about this, we don't talk about that. And like growing up in a family that was, had that so instilled, like, why not? What's wrong with that? Like, it's natural. It's a part of day. And for those of you, um, and I, you know, meaning, I mean, getting closer to Laura, like she had an issue. I'm just like, girl, that's not normal. And then she's like, no, eh, it's not normal how many times a day you go. So it's like, we, it's like a running joke now, but like, and actually so much so that like sometimes when she talks to me, she's like, oh, my God, I love you so much. Got to go like because she's got to go to the bathroom. Like, I guess I bring that upon her because she doesn't go often. But I'm just like, whatever works, whatever works. Yeah. And like talking about it, I think it's because you create such like an open environment around it that I'm like, oh, I got to go. And I feel like free. <laughs> yeah. But like but the thing is, is like so I would like for whoever our medical professionals are who listen to our podcast, I want to know what is the average because i get different stories i get like one to three times a day i get every time you eat you're supposed to go and i also heard that what your water intake has a lot to do with whether or not you go or not Mm, and also your caffeine intake 
Yeah, but see, okay, so l- let's perfect. Thank you for bringing that up. I don't drink any coffee, and I go, but I drink so much water. Like you know, I've drink ridiculous amount of water, and I go. So like, I don't understand. And you drink coffees, and you don't go. So I, I what the hell? So. So you would think that coffee would actually make you go to the bathroom, but it's actually the opposite. Um, So basically coffee is actually like very acidic and it like fucks with your gut and your microbiome, whatever that is. And I just recently learned this and I learned it because in the past three weeks when I've been sick, I stopped drinking all caffeine. And can I tell you, I had issues like with my bowel movements. And for the past like two and a half weeks, like I have been going every single day and that is without caffeine and I'm drinking water like crazy. I basically turned into you. Eh? So oh. I think we have it like all messed up. Like we think, oh, coffee and cigarettes, like, you know, they help you like go like natural diuretic. But right. no, you shouldn't need anything in your system to actually help you go. So you Ooh. had it right this whole entire time. Interesting. Yeah, it's very interesting. But I, I want to talk about like bowel movements in relationships, like poo and relationships. Because sure. I know. So when me and Ta- like, I still feel so weird, like, even like telling Thomas sometimes like I gotta like I, now I'm like okay I gotta go to the bathroom but like I remember when we first moved in together like I was just so embarrassed like I have poopery in my bathroom I have matches I have like every single thing to like hide that I even like do those things right mm-hmm. and, but as we like have lived together for like a few years now like it's become more comfortable and sometimes I'm like is that like that's not even sexy like when did that become normal but at the same time it's like it goes to show like hey if you're comfortable with somebody like that you should feel fine like naturally going to the bathroom how do you I totally agree I totally agree I think having conversations about going to the bathroom with your girlfriends um and, and like your friends your girlfriends your boyfriend whatever I think it is super important I think that everybody should do it and I, in every relationship I've been in, I've always discussed it. You've always discussed it. That's always. really good. Always. I've never not talked about it. Um, I think it needs to be, I think it needs, like I said, it needs to be normalized. Yeah. So yeah, I just feel like we should talk about it more with one another. And again, it's my opinion. I'm not saying, oh, this should be like a hot topic. And for whatever reason, people still don't feel comfortable discussing. And that's fine to each its own. But I just would like to try to normalize it. Like, you know, I've actually met people and know people who drink coffee just to go to the bathroom. Like, to me, that's not okay. Like, why is coffee the reason why you're going to the bathroom? Yeah, that used to be me, like, to be honest. Like, that, I used to have to, like, have caffeine or maybe, like, smoke a cigarette and, like, instantly I'd go. Mm-hmm. And it's really bad because you get so used you rely on those things when your body should like really be doing that naturally you know Absolutely. yeah that's what I'm saying yeah and it's just like hey like that's not normal like maybe I should just allow my body to just do its own thing like do you boo like go ahead and like let it all out and even just like psychologically like 
you know, we literally go and like, you know, let out all our shit and to not be able to speak about it. It's almost like we're blocking a part of ourselves or blocking a way of allowing ourselves to release. Does that make sense? Like if we're like covering it all up and we're all like weird about it and I'm speaking for myself because I felt like weird talking about my poo for like so many years, but it's a natural part of us. And it's like, is it the sexiest thing? No, not really. But we also shouldn't like feel shamed for it either. You know, if we do decide to talk about it. Well, that's my question is, um, oh, wow. What a difference it is in this room. Hold on. Sorry about that, guys. Um, So like prior to me, why did you not want to discuss it? Because it wasn't sexy. And I was like, well, that's not sexy. It's like disgusting. It smells. It's an ugly fucking color. Like that's (laughs) not, it's not on brand for who I am. Right. Yeah. But I'm not with all due respect. I'm not like your significant other. I'm your cousin. We're family. So, you know, I wouldn't think of it in that, I guess, because I guess I don't categorize it the way you're categorizing it. Yeah. And and it had nothing to do with you. It was all about like me and my relationship to my poo. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's funny, but it, it really like if you actually like look at your relationship to your your shit, it's it really says a lot about you. You know, like what other like I'm, I just kept on like holding that shit in like su- like what else am I holding? Like I was suppressing like a lot of shit that I wasn't like releasing like literally and figuratively. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. And I know it's like, okay, Laura, that's like a little much, but you know, when like you really like sit and think about it, it's, it really does have like a direct, the way you are in one area of your life, you can be in other areas of your life. So it's kind of like, look at your relationship with your poo and be like, you know, what's, what's going on there? Are you ashamed to talk about it? And listen, like, we're not going to sit around a table and have a discussion on like, you know, whose poo is longer, greener, browner, obviously. I mean, me and you do sometimes, but mm-hmm. it's not normal to talk about it. But I guess we can normalize it because it's a natural body like movement. And it's, you know, we're in 2021 and we're all about like loving ourselves and really loving every single part of ourselves, including that part. Yes, I loved everything you just said. And you know, as you were saying all that, you know, I was thinking about remember, um, there's that we remember us having this conversation about it, actually, it's um, this test that I guess we or no that we got we can get online. And it kind of pretty much, I don't know, experiments are, yeah, like our body and like what goes on inside of us. Yes. I so I have it. Yeah. So I'm wondering if I should get it. And we should do it and then like do like a, a like an d- open discussion about it. Oh my God, let's do it. I actually have the test. It's a GI map tract and it's basically you poo into this like little carton where you would eat French fries out of okay. and you <laughs> have to take your poo and like a different, apparently you have to take it like different like parts or pieces of it like along the the sides in the middle because I guess everything is like different and you have to put into like this little container and you send it out and they do this whole analysis around like what's really going on in your gut 
And in our gut lives our like immune system and all of like us basically. So if our gut's like off, our whole body's off and that's where inflammation comes from and that's where disease starts. So your poo says a lot about you. So the more we can normalize our conversations around our bowel movements or just our bowel movements in general, imagine like how much healthier we could be. I'm wondering how many people stopped listening to this podcast. Yeah, they definitely stopped at minute like 17 when we started um, talking. <laughs> so I, okay, so who is they? Like, who are the, the people that are going to then give us our results? Yeah, so I'm working with this girl. I met her on Instagram. Um, her name's Nina Passero. I love her. She's a fellow Leo. Um, I will share her information with all of you. And she actually is the one who, like, um, like bought, like I couldn't buy it by myself, basically. Like she's a practitioner. So I had to like, uh, get it through her. So she ordered it for me and I guess it gets sent out to a lab and the lab is the one that dissects it and like sends a whole like analysis of it. And then I'm working with her because she actually knows like what the, these test results actually mean. And she'll be the one to break it down into like civilian terms. Like you can't have dairy. Let's, let's say for instance, like that's what's, what's happening inside of me. Like she'll be able to like break it down for me in terms I can understand. Okay. Uh, yeah. If you don't mind, I would love to join you on that journey. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's look at our poo. Yeah. I'm down. Oh my gosh. You guys, this episode, I mean, what an episode to come back with. I know for real. I mean, weren't you glad to, to come back on on this one? <laughs> I I really am. And you guys, this month, I, I don't know, we didn't mention it yet, but it's May. It's Mental Health Awareness Month. And I mean, what better way than to start having a relationship with our poo? <laughs> for real. Absolutely. And um, obviously, for those of you who celebrated Cinco de Mayo, we hope that everyone was safe and had a good time and that everyone was living their best life and, you know, still being careful out there with everything going on because we are still living in COVID times. Yes, definitely. And me and Essie wanted to do something a little different this month because it is Mental Health Awareness Month. So you guys know at the end of every episode, we do a gratitude session. But for Mental Health Awareness Month, we kind of wanted to bring to the table something that will that helps us and supports our own mental health. And we kind of wanted to share it with you. And we would love if you guys would share with us like any tips or tricks that you have that kind of just helps with like any mental health. So Ed, do you want to go first? Sure. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, as Laura said, we're both really um, fond of this topic and, you know, we've been open about our struggles with it. But um, so for me, I've said this before, I'll say it again. I don't go to the gym to like lose weight, look like a twig and be toned. Um, I go to the gym because it literally helps me out of my brain fog and like gets me in the right mindset. And I honestly don't know what I would do without going to the gym and everyone that I work out with there and the relationships I've built since being there. So that to me is a great, great escape and assists me every single day with my mental health. So something that has helped me that I've talked about before, I probably have talked about this topic so many times, but it helps me so much um, journaling, but more specifically, it's called the morning pages. And what that is, is every single morning you wake up and you just write 
three pages. It has to be three pages. It could be anything. It kind of just like sets you up for the day. You don't realize that when you wake up, you already have so much shit in your head. And, you know, you kind of just like go on the day without being like, even aware of what's happening and what this process the morning pages helps you do is kind of just like get all that shit out of your head and onto paper and it kind of gives you like this fresh start this sort of like clearing for the day so I swear by it I know I've gotten some of my friends into it they've been doing it they swear by it now journaling writing down those three pages every single morning no matter what it's kind of just like you time it kind of allows you to just get out of your headspace and I swear you guys like it really 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 just helps you zen out so I love that for you yes SD tell our chatters where they can find us iTunes Spotify Anchor Google Podcasting Radio Public Breaker Overcast please head over to our Instagram page at Lunchbox Chats, as well as our Facebook page, The Lunchbox Chats. Um, you know, or as, you, as per usual, you can rate, review, and subscribe. Um, we hope you guys have a great rest of the week. And until next week. Bye. See ya.